Prepare to meet thy doom, mortals, as you listen to a particularly evil-sounding mojo podcast. Mwahaha! <laughs> Are you recording now? I am. Hooray! Uh, welcome, listeners, to uh, an experimental Mojo cast. Um, everyone yeah. else... Uh, what? Yeah, we're, we're trying something out because we've, we've been left here pretty much. It's, that's, that's the email I got. I didn't get an email. I, I just c- know that all the staff went off to the Christmas party at a uh, wonderful Cambridge College. And uh, we, we didn't get invited to that. Yeah, that was, that was my email, was saying you're specifically not invited oh right which see, is... I, did, I didn't even get an email so that's how, how that's how they think about me um we, we've got a very packed show for you though it, it's going to be 30 minutes this is already feeling very surreal and weird yes partly but... because i'm speaking into a computer yeah and that, i can't that's see always anyone. part of a problem not that there's anyone to see what i can't hear you speak up you see Mojo was much better in the days when it was was a physical piece of paper that was delivered to people's houses yeah. because uh, there was more of an interaction. But now it's all a computer. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, physical pieces of paper um, or lack of, I've got uh, some emails. We've only got one email. Oh, I've only got one email this week. We usually get a bit more. I did. I took one out of the inbox. We may have the same email, but I have one. Right. Well, I've got one from Rachel from Kent. Okay. Says hi guys, love the show. I listen every week. I loved. I l- listened to your Tales of Monkey Island podcast, and I very much like LT's voice. Really? Uh, tell me, please. Is he single? That's from Rachel in Kent. Does has Rachel enclosed a picture? No. Nothing. No personal details. An nope. address. Don't think so. Uh, what do you think? You know, I'm I'm incredibly paranoid because if, if, if I had some kind of contact details, I'd be quite happy to say, yes, I am, of course, single. Yes is the answer from LT. That's uh, good but news I, from Rachel I, from Kent, who's 12 years old. Oh, well, there we go, you see. Absolutely. You see, you, yes, you have to definitely. The, you, you have to beat off the 12-year-old girls with a stick, don't you? Well, there's something about, you know, I have that thing... Where you, see, well, you don't even have to do anything about it. Well, no. Whereas when I beat 12-year-old girls with a stick, suddenly it's this great crime, and I'm arrested. But that's, you can't just go to the schoolyard and do that. Well, you, you see, that's, that's, that's the mistake I've been making. Yes, you have um, to wait until it's provoked. Yes. I, I did actually have one question myself about your voice. Oh, okay. And about your accent, specifically. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. You've become very southern, haven't you? What's happened to your northern accent? It's morphed into some weird hybrid of of Manchester and and Cheltenham, which is right. the first hybrid of that kind in history. Uh, I, yes, I should explain to listeners at this point, if you're not aware of what we're talking about, uh, LT has moved from the far north, in fact, the North Pole, and yes. now lives in the south, in fact, the South Pole. So he's moved from two extremes. And uh, normal people... <laughs> 
usually sound like this. They always talk about pies. There's, say, if your face was a pie, I'd eat your face. And things like that. And southern people talk about crumpets. Is that right? Is that accurate, do you think? I do now uh, know what a crumpet is. Mm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I used to know what a pie was. And I vaguely <laughs> know that it was something from my youth. I used to talk about them. Perhaps you used to eat them a lot, didn't you? It's a food, of course. Yes, I hate them. The food. Uh, yes. People in the north of England. That's talking it. About England, that's by it. The way. Because yeah, you could take any other piece of food and you could put it in a pie, and that would make it. Listeners will be very confused though, because they'll be thinking this is a mix and mojo. Well, you can put a pie in your pocket, you know. What? I'm just saying, you know, you can put a pie in your pocket. You can put it under You're your hat. Still hands. talking about pies. Sorry, you've just brought back these incredible memories from my Well, you know, you can put crumpets in, the, in your pocket as well. Put a monkey in your pocket, and that's a good link to the, uh, the, the next point I was going to make, which is, uh, if you're listening, if you just tuned in to the Mix and Mojo podcast, you're probably thinking, what on earth's going on? We're not talking about LucasArts, we're talking about pies. Well, you know, <laughs> everything is related, and actually, um, pies and LucasArts are necessarily polar opposites. Um, and we will be talking about LucasArts a little bit later on, so stay tuned for that. Well, that's interesting, because that relates to the email that I got. Oh, go on. Uh, and I'll read this out to you. It says, Dear Mixer Mojo, how do you decide which companies to cover in your news? When I was a child, you covered LucasArts, but now you seem to cover every Bay Area game studio. What's mm. the story? And that's from Andre Olsen, uh, who's 37. Any relation to Remy? Uh, possibly not. Oh, right. Th- yes. The 37, is that a reference to... Is Remy 37? Surely not. I think Surely Remy's uh, 15? 15? Yes. Right. Oh, no, no he's got to be 21 because he likes to drink. <laughs> uh, he likes more than just a drink. Uh, well, let's, <laughs> let's respond to that. Um, I, firstly, I don't think it's true. I don't, you know, we, we don't really cover um, every Bay Area studio. There's probably some more. And secondly, we don't really cover any of them. That, Not even LucasArts. I think that's true. I had to think about it, and I thought you were the person to ask, because I didn't know how to respond to the email, because, um, yeah, we, we cover everyone now, as far as I'm concerned. I remember there was a post, once we put up there, about the Queen. Some oh, yeah, cra- yeah the Queen, well, it was the Queen Mother, wasn't it? Uh, it was some member of the royal household. Yeah, uh, well, I, I, you know, that this does link into the, the, the main section of discussion tonight, which is, what did you think of the noughties, and what were the defining features of the noughties? And the one noughties. of them might be, um, you know, the Queen Mother thing that uh, Spaff put up, Queen Mother died, Spaff, uh, in his infinite wisdom, put up a picture the next day, I think, of the Queen Mother resurrected as a, a cyborg. Uh, very controversial. A lot of people on the comments saying, Hmm, I'm never visiting this site again. I'm absolutely outraged. And this, this is a disgrace. And that, um, explains, that explains why we have so few readers. Right, yeah. To this day. We lost about 99% of them. That's what it was. I always, yeah, I never made the connection. Yeah, uh, but, you know, there are other uh, defining features of the noughties. Uh, sure. Do you have any? Yeah, for, I, I, the main thing I remember about the noughties is is the tremendous, incredibly catalyzing event that that was when uh, LucasArts decided to 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 sort of say no more, we're not interested. Yeah. But now they've come back. Yeah, I, I, I'm still very uh, sort of. They've they've bounced back. I think you know it's it's sort of like it's like a a pet, and you love the pet. 
but then one day it runs away. And then mm. maybe five years later it comes back and, and you think, you know, I, I, want, I, want to, I want to be friendly. I want to cuddle the pet. I miss the pet. But at the same time, what the hell has it been doing? Yeah. Where has it been? Yeah. And what, what, what has... Pet? Yeah, it's, has it's it maybe even if you're wildly insane and conspiratorial, it's not the same animal. Hmm. Well, it's, I mean, we were talking about this earlier about Tales of Monkey Island and how it was a bit like having sex with uh, like someone you've had a crush on for a long time, like yes. 10 years or so. And yes. you know, the sex is, is good, and, and you're glad that you're having uh, sexual intercourse, um, but you kind of can't help but wishing that um, you'd done it earlier. Yeah. It, by the way, this is a, an example I took from a book rather than my own experience. I'm, I'm just saying that in case people think I'm, you know, the king of smut or something. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's from a book. Yes, it's, it's fair enough. I think this. many of the people associated with the site seem to have, have uh, they're, they're more smutty than you. You know, there's, you there's hosted sites uh, oh. have been quite graphically smutty recently. Well, that was the smut center you were thinking of, smutcenter.mixandmojo.com. We had to cut right. that down. It was too smutty. Yes. Apparently it's against the law of the LFN. Yes, the, the LFN. Uh, Jay Yonesi got, got involved. See, I, I've got to tell you this, and I shouldn't really admit this, at least not on, on a mojo cast, but I never read that book they sent me, the, the list of rules and regulations. Did you not? The LFN manifesto. Well, you know, uh, there's a lot of beheadable event, uh, uh, offences. Really? Uh, such as I was swearing. not aware. Swearing. Saying fuck. You can't say fuck shit. at all. That, yeah, shit. That's another one. You can't, um, you can't piss on someone's face, which no. I think is that's ridiculous. Why, why, why wouldn't you? Some why people, would you have a problem Some people with enjoy... Some, people have asked me that in the past. Well, this is what Smart Center was all about. But anyway, I mean, it, it, it's a sad loss, but we have to get over it. Um, and I think probably the noughties is full of sad losses. I mean, it's, it's the decade that killed everyone off. Michael yes. Jackson, um, John F. Kennedy, um, uh, J.K. Rowling. Um, Ron Gilbert, of course, famously. Ron Gilbert, very sadly, um, was assassinated in 2006. Mm. And, uh, you know, how, how, can we, how can we continue without Ron Gilbert? Uh, there'd be no more Monkey Island games. Well, yeah. at least that's what we thought until Tales of Monkey Island came along, which I, I think, think is a bit offensive. Yeah, yeah, it was too soon, wasn't it? it well, it really was. Um, people also forget that the the noughties started with Escape from Monkey Island, and they've ended with Tales of Monkey Island. And in the yeah, middle, that's a very had, fascinating uh, point, actually. Well, we've got this howling tundra of nothingness in the middle. Yes. Um, but it's funny how the decade has been framed by these two, in some respects, extremes. Because yes. some people really didn't like... Uh, Escape from Monkey Island, and uh, Tales of Monkey Island is done very, very well. People, people yeah. love it. It's, it feels peculiar to have a, a decade of my life bookended by these, by these adventures, um, and one of them being a bookend that made me sad, and, and another one being a bookend that merely existed. And, and in the middle, there's no book. It's yeah, bookends. it's it feels strange for me to categorize my life based on these things. That seem sort of disparate, perhaps. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think Tales of Monkey Island came along because uh, there are people who who 
have worked on these games who realise quite clearly um, if it doesn't happen at the end of the decade, uh, then they're going to be out of kilter with yeah. the whole sequencing, um, which is the way that games seem to be released. I suppose I don't, I don't know anything about games, I have to say. Um, going back to the noughties, what, what, what was your opinion, overall opinion on the decade? Did you like it? I did, uh, and I, it was it was for a reason that that is sort of it, it's a difficult one to admit to, but it was about the time when, well, uh, before I try and explain myself, let me ask you this: Have you played the uh, Sam and Max games made by Telltale? I have. You have. Yeah. Did you enjoy them? Yeah, they're all right. Uh, you see, this well, is. You, you wanted me to say no. I haven't. I wanted you to say no. I wanted. Oh, sorry. To... Okay, do it again. Let's just yeah. So we'll edit this let, later. Let, so, let ask me, ask, me again. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Did you play the, the Telltale Sam and Max games? No, I didn't. You didn't play them? I did not. Wow, you see? I, I didn't think you had. What? And that's because... Uh-huh. Well, I didn't think you had, because I, I remember very, very distinctly when uh, Freelance Police was cancelled, there was an outrage. Everyone was furious. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's right. I remember that. Oh, the, the, the hate site. Do you remember that? All the the hate site, yes. There was a picture of... Uh, there was feces in a toilet. Yeah, that was there my was, favorite one. There was a picture of Remy in his dressing gown for some reason. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I don't know what that had to do with that site. I think he was just... Well, I won't get into the, the psychoanalysis of that. But anyway, what I realized at that point was it was something insanely liberating about being able to hate these people now. Mm. It was like in 1984 when they have this period of every day, where, which is the hate hour, and they can just shout things at yeah. a projection of someone who doesn't even exist, probably. It was. And it was like primal scream therapy. It yeah. Was, it, was, it was a great period. It was wonderful. It was the most creative period of the community's existence. But what, what, uh, what, everyone point was... making, what point were you making originally about have you played Sam and Max? Is that related at all? Well, yeah, my point was that we, you know, it, it turns out we weren't annoyed about the, the game being cancelled right, at all. Right, we didn't play the Telltale yeah, episodes. Yeah, we or, didn't play I that. Mean, some people did, obviously, but a lot of people didn't. I think those people, yeah, they were just generally... Uh, they were just angry, They I were think. They were trying to fill the, the, the void without realising that they'd exercised something from within themselves and, and they, they missed it for some reason and they mm. wanted to fill it up again. But well, I... We, I Go exercised on. it. I, you know. And now a... you're Mr. Mellow. You don't ever get angry anymore. That's really interesting. I'm, yeah, I'm laid back now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we've got, we've got about ten minutes left, because I know I'm very conscious of the fact that you have to catch an aeroplane to fly to Azerbaijan. Yes, I yes. thought we could move on to predictions of the teenies, which is the next decade. What do you the think teenies. will happen? Well, you know... I think that Telltale are in a, a position that's quite similar to the position LucasArts were in in maybe 1987. Uh-huh. And they danced around with a few dodgy little games that people like and get good reviews, but broadly speaking, not got the huge appeal that's going to make them much money. And now they've suddenly made a game towards the end of that decade that's called Something Something Monkey Island that everyone seems to like. Right. And they're going yeah, to use I mean, this, this is their, their, their crowning moment of awesome, really, isn't it? This is, yeah, they've, they've figured it. out how they want to make games at yeah. this point. And, uh, and so I predict Telltale are probably going to have maybe four or five good years 
they're going to have a few dodgy games, they're going to make a few puzzle games, uh, but then they're going to try and make a serious game. Yeah. And then, then they'll burn out. Yeah. Do they'll you think? possibly they'll explode. be a famous film director attached to that serious game, uh, who perhaps for whatever reason has had an idea that isn't a particularly good idea, but yeah. he wants to just palm it off to someone else to see if they'll go along with it just because it's his name, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then and then we'll just kind of sit around until the end of the decade, the end of the teenies, and we'll look back and say, actually, it used to be a lot better than this. And then, mm. and then, perhaps it will be, it will be a good feeling, like how it used to feel, where you could feel nostalgic about something that, in reality, isn't that good. Yeah, that's that's like uh, I think that's the appeal of the website Mix and Mojo, is that people go on it with a feeling of nostalgia, and it's not really that good. I mean, there's not actually that much there for a start. No. If you actually I, boil the matter down. I don't really know what's there. Uh, well, there's a few features and things. I mean, for a 13-year-old site, you know, there's not much on these bones. <laughs> is that a northern phrase, or did I just make that? I, up? Yeah, I understood that, and I, 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 I wasn't quite sure why. And I think you've just hit the nail on the head. Great, I've uh, connected to the inner, inner LT there. It's in my um, northern DNA. Actually, you know, I think a, a more interesting question potentially is not what will happen in the next ten years, but what will happen in the next hundred years. So do you think Mix and Mojo will be around in the year twenty one hundred? I think it probably will. Really? I think will. I think that's insane. I know, I know for a fact that there are these people who've gone to this party. I'm not going to name names for whatever reason. They didn't want to. Oh, Remy, he's there. Sorry, and he's. I know he's heavily involved in this project, and it's. Oh, Jake Rodkin. Yeah, he he's involved as well, and they're not going to. Jake, everything Jake does is for the website. Yeah, I mean, blessed be his name. He's 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 something of a martyr in a way. Oh well, I mean, yeah, uh, I would say definitely. But I know. That they've got this. They've got a. They've got this scheme that they've been cooking up, and I. I found some documents on the. Uh, the server, that, I would say in a hundred years they will achieve their aims, and they're going to bring. I'm sorry to tell you this, but they're going to bring Gilbert back. I had heard a rumor about this. I don't know this if we should be speaking about this on the podcast already. It's uh, top secret information. This is. I feel obliged. You know. I. I think this is. It goes against the natural order. <laughs> yeah, because, but my question is, how can they bring back Ron Gilbert when he doesn't have a heart anymore? Because my understanding was that the heart was cut out and dropped into the Pacific Ocean. Now, unless they can somehow retrieve that heart, which I doubt, because it's probably been eaten by now, or what? They will make a new one, but then it won't really be Ron Gilbert, will it? That's that's my point. They're, it's against the natural order. They're pursuing technologies that are beyond. To be perfectly frank, these technologies are beyond their understanding of science. They're just following the instruction manuals and ignoring the ethical implications. And you've raised the most important question of all: is where the hell are they going to get a heart from? Yeah, I don't want to know the answer to that question. Frankly. Possibly a monkey but, heart. Oof. Well, I mean, a monkey heart would be appropriate. You could at least say, you know, this is ethically horrible, but it is very apposite for yes. Monkey Island. I mean, I'm sure he would at least appreciate the joke when he finally turned his eyes back open and realised that he'd returned Yeah, but he from... doesn't have any eyes either, because they were cut <sighs> out too. So what are they going to do about that? 
I'm going to have to get someone just... else's eyes or, you know, make some fake eyes or something. Monkey eyes again. The, the man's going to be mostly monkey. It's not going to be Ron Gilbert. It's going to be Ron Monkey Man. And they're gonna... I don't want to live in a world where Ron Monkey Man makes Monkey Island. I want to live no. in a world where Mo- Ron Gilbert makes Monkey Island. Yes, exactly. And, and we're and... not going to see that anymore. No, I mean... I just think that's quite sad. It's sad, but it's not so sad that we should we should defy nature in this brazen way. I don't know. I'm thinking about defying nature now, actually. You're going to join the project, aren't you? Well, you've warmed me up to it, to be honest. I, I mean, I'm not for Ron Monkey Man. I think we should be against that. But, you know, perhaps we could make someone else be Ron Gilbert. You know, like we could, someone else could be like an honorary Ron Gilbert. I mean, just, it's just a title, really, isn't it? It wasn't even his real name. I mean, he was technically the Ron of Gilbert. So we, yeah, it, what you're suggesting is that it becomes a title that is bestowed upon someone. Yeah. And are they, is it a divine right kind of thing, or is this a democracy? Is someone born... Oh, it's a divine right. Is, are they like the Dalai Lama? When one dies, a new one is born, and we must hunt for the new Ron. Uh, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Um, I, it's not really a religion, though, is it? Uh, Monkey Island. I mean, there's, I looked a lot of fanatics about it, but uh, I don't think it's quite the same. So it's probably, no. I wouldn't say it was a democracy either. It's more of a, kind of a fascist police state. And that's the way we like it. That's the easiest way to keep uh, control. It's the best way. It's the best form of government, isn't it? As long as we're at the top, I'm all for it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's reasonable in the middle and the bottom as well, probably. I haven't... I haven't really done much research into this. Um, I have to say, I, I disagree about you thinking that Mix and Merger will still be around in 100 years' time. I think it will have evolved into something so different now that we can't really call it Mix and Merger. In fact, the internet will have evolved into being implanted into our palms, uh, and it will be the size of an atom. And uh, when we look at it, uh, our genitals will enlarge magically. Well, um, that, to be honest, okay. That will be the internet. That- that, yeah, that makes sense. I can see that people would probably be working on that right now. Yeah, that's uh, what they're doing at Google. Right. Of course. That's why it's called Google. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the reason why it's called Google. Oh, uh, we've got like eh, one, one and a half minutes left of the half hour. Oh, have we? Oh, no, we don't. We've got, oh, we've got uh, oodles of time. I'm looking at the wrong kind of clock. We've got like <laughs> six and a half minutes. What am I talking about? You see, there is something that happens when these uh, podcasts are recorded where time uh, tends to get lost. Uh, the last one that I was involved with, eight, eight seconds disappeared. Right. And, uh, well, you, Zara, thought, you only thought it took eight seconds. It actually took eight hours. Well, that was the, that was the weird thing. I found myself... But it's the effect of LSD. You know, when you, it, was, it was like I was abducted. And I, I, I was sat there and I was still talking. Uh, and I realised I didn't know what I was talking about. And then, later on, I discovered that not only did I not know what I was talking about, but that I hadn't even been there when I was talking. Yeah. And Zorin, yeah, he, he was furious. Uh, he has to... Uh, he's got a big machine, and he runs each... Oh, these... I know all about his machine. We don't need yes. to hear about that. I know all, yeah. all, all, everything he does with his machine. Well, I mean, he's Norwegian. Yeah, and I mean, ba- I mean, basically, what happened was that you finished a recording podcast last week, and then you turned your computer on, and that was the mistake. Yeah, I think okay, there is a strong argument. You're right that it was, you know, less a, a scientific anomaly and, and more human error. But, but really, are those two things any different? 
Well, metaphysically they aren't, of course. But metaphysically nothing actually exists, as surplus gamer would say. But then what, 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 when you boil the matter down, is wrong with something not existing? A monkey island doesn't exist uh, as as an island, and yet we've all been there. That's, you know, a potent statement. I'm I'm there now, in my mind. Don't don't you think that, um, or do you think, uh, that actually imaginative reality is as important as physical reality? I think it's more important. Really? You see, I yes. think that, that is the key message we can take away from the noughties, based on the you know, the games we've played, all the LucasArts hoo-ha, is that you know, the place to be here is now, in our minds, in dreams, let's go to sleep, let's never wake up, let's dream about Monkey Island forever, and that will in some ways be better than the existence we're living now. Like, you know, plug me into exactly. the Matrix, please. Yeah. Even the name they gave it in in those in those games, can you honestly tell me that you personally would not like? Is there anything at all that doesn't sound appealing about something called the Carnival of the Damned? Mm. It's a carnival. I mean, how can you go wrong with carnival? Yeah. And the damned. Damned. Oh, I love I love a good damning. Delicious. Yum yum yum. I mean, that's what got Ron Gilbert in trouble to begin with, and he. Was I saw, you know, I mean, it's it's shocking. It's horrible footage, to be perfectly honest. But he has a smile on his face. When he was killed? Well, if you can call it that. If you can call it killed, or if you can call it a smile. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a completely... Uh, you can interpret it in many ways. There are people who've written... You see, I think it was a gribus. I, I mean, I know people say he was smiling when he was killed, but I think, I think it was a smile of pain rather than of laughter. Um, really? I mean, I, I don't know. This is for other people to decide. Um, I, I wondered, actually, if, if I could ask you, what, what, is, uh, what, what, what do you think is the best LucasArts-related game of the noughties? LucasArts-related? That's, that's a good question. And I think I've not played enough of them. Oh, actually, you haven't played any of them. Sorry, I forgot who, who I was talking to there. No, I, I did. I played one of them, actually. I played what, one of them, one and that? I really liked it. I, I liked Brutal Legend. You played Brutal Legend. You see, I haven't. Yes. So we're perfectly matched, because I've played everything else apart from Brutal Legend. I haven't played a vampire story, obviously, nobody has, but I've played all the Telltale games. That's a very um, tenuous link to LucasArts anyway. He was, uh, didn't, Bill Tiller was some kind of uh, janitor or something? Right, yeah, he was the janitor. He was also the uh, lead background artist of Curse of Monkey Island. Oh, right. You well, really don't like Bill Tiller, do you? I'm always uh, you laying know, into him. What's your problem? Hey, you jerk, what's the big idea? Well, I had a, what, I had a what good... has Bill Tiller ever done to you? Were you, like, bitten as a child by uh, a, someone who looked vaguely like Bill Tiller? No. And we, since then we, you've hated him? We were, what we is were this good friends about? for a time. We had a, long, uh, we had a long correspondence, and he gave me lots of advice, and I gave him lots of advice, and I thought it was something of a beautiful friendship. And then... That sounds very sexually exciting. Ooh. Oh, no, sorry, go on. Well, that, you know, I mean, we never explored that, but it was always there. Anyway, one day... The sexual tension was always there. Of course, I mean... You've met Bill Tiller as well. Yeah, I have. I, I, it would be improper for me to talk about those kind of things, you know, uh, without his permission. But he, he gave me his address, and, and the implication was clear. And so... Uh, I took the time. I, I, you know, I, I did a Remy, as it were, and took some money out of the Mojo accounts and went to America. And 
he wasn't there. Yeah, and then that was, I had that was to because come all he the moved. Way. He moved to Boston. Exactly. Though. And That's he didn't tell he me there. this. He did not tell me any of this. You know, he's married as well. Well. He does have children, too. What else? Children. Yeah. What was that rattle? Were you rattling your drugs there? Is that a bit of LSD? I, I honestly. Uh, no. I heard a rattle. Am I going mad? <laughs> yes. Maybe it's Skype telling us that the time is nearly up. Yes. Um, uh, it there is. is yeah, go on. I was going to say, there's there's two and a half minutes left. What have you going to fill those two and a half minutes with? We forgot to do the adverts, and the LFN are going to be really, really angry with us, because... <laughs> they won't listen to this. It's not funny, because no, I did get a phone call from them uh, saying, we've put out eight podcasts, I believe, uh, about... Uh, let's see, in total we're looking at about four and a half days worth of audio. That's true. And in their rules, it's for every 15 minutes, five minutes of adverts. Yeah. Which means that in terms of revenue, the amount that they have lost by us not using them is is in literally in the dozens and dozens of pounds. This is a good point, actually. We should put an advert at the end of this podcast just to remind people to use the the minty taste of... Mint, minty mint. Ooh, no, it, it's really minty. Or whatever. It, it has to be uh, Star Wars adverts. Ah, right. Or there is some uh, soccer mum who, who who posts on the forum who has found some way of whitening teeth. I don't know what she's Oh, yeah, all about. those adverts that Jake Rodkin hates. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... Rodkin, is that guy again? Mm. That was did, a he... Murray impression. What was it? <laughs> what did he say? Good stuff, Jake. Talk I to the hands, Jake. Oh, wait, I don't have any. <laughs> Something like that, anyway. You're talking about the bloopers, which we're not supposed to know about. So, oh, Whoops. We'll edit yeah. that out later. Uh, and we'll edit out all the awkward parts, which is most of this. Yes, that's Apart from the... that bit just then. That was good. The, yes, that was, that was pretty much the benchmark. Yeah, that um, moment there, that little microsecond. Uh, do you think we should end this now? I mean, when I say end this, I mean actually just commit suicide. Oh, that's much more appealing. Because that way, uh, you know, I don't have to worry about saving any files and figuring it. <laughs> it gets so confusing. And then I'll realise that I've become unstuck in time again and be well, accused of, of, of taking powerful drugs beyond my station, which are completely unfounded. You know, that reminds me of the comment you made about Grim Fandango, which is that if I knew that Grim Fandango was true, then I'd kill myself right now. Did I say that? I think, I think you I'd... said that. It might have been someone else. But it's a good place yeah. to end the uh, podcast with that little thought for the day. Yeah, actually, I, I, yeah, that is absolutely true, because who, who wouldn't want to go to Ruba Carver? Mm. Okay, bye! Goodbye. Are you going to say bye? I just said goodbye. I didn't hear you. I, I'll <laughs> do it again. Goodbye. Okay, cool. Okay, I'll sh- I'll stop recording. Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll have to eat this boring oatmeal. It's a trap! Whoa, Admiral Akbar! Wow, Admiral Akbar cereal! Colorful marshmallows! You crazy crab meat! Your tongues can't repel flavor of that magnitude. There's a prize in every box. Admiral Akbar cereal now with brine shrimp.